The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Dear Media IRL is back, and we're showing up bigger, better, and louder than ever. Join us on May 4th in Austin, Texas, for the ultimate live podcasting experience. Watch and learn from your favorite Dear Media hosts as they bring their insightful discussions from your headphones to the stage. Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and watch audio get a makeover. Tickets are on sale now at dearmedia.com slash IRL. See you on May 4th in Austin. In Texas. Hi, I'm Sif Heider, the founder of Array. I'm a wellness entrepreneur and digital creator, and this is my show, The Dream Bigger Podcast. Listen, I love dreaming big, but you know what I love more? Actually having the resources to make those big dreams happen. And hey, dreams can sometimes be private jets, but other times they can look a little something like having the best skin of your damn life or starting a successful business, or delving into spirituality. So on this podcast, I chat with experts and thought leaders from different fields about their tips and tricks on doing exactly that. So let's get right into it. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Dream Bigger podcast. If you are interested in building a cult favorite It Girl brand, then this is the episode for you to listen to. I am speaking to my friend Pia Mans, who is the founder of Heaven Mayhem, which is a viral jewelry brand that is literally on the ears and necks of every It Girl that you've seen. They have the most beautiful earrings, which I'm actually wearing right now. And if you've seen me on social, it's I'm, I'm wearing Heaven Mayhem almost 90% of the time. She has done such a phenomenal job building her brand because I actually met Pia for the first time last year. And back then, Heaven Mayhem was just starting out. Like it was just gaining some traction. And seeing what she's done over the last year has been like jaw-dropping. Everyone talks about this brand. I see it on social every single day, like multiple times a day. Anytime there's a picture of a celebrity, they're typically wearing Heaven Mayhem. Like I see every single day a picture of people like Bella Hadid or Hailey Bieber, one of the Jenners. All of them are always wearing Heaven Mayhem, which speaks to number one, Pia's design abilities, but number two, also her ability to kind of just build virality around a brand. So in today's episode, we get into all of that, and she shares a really good story about Haley Bieber. So you are definitely going to want to stick around and listen to that. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to read you this week's review, which comes to us from Liken the App. I don't know their name, but they did leave a really nice review, and it says, I've been listening to this pod for about one and a half years, and it's made me feel so less alone in both my health and entrepreneurship journey. Sif provides tangible and actionable solutions to make enhancements to your life and business. She's one of the best interviewers in the podcasting game, and I especially love her episodes with entrepreneurs. Sif is great at pulling out granular pieces of tactical knowledge from her guests. I would love to see Katie Gaddy Tassin from Money with Katie and Tara read from apps without code for the show. Katie and Tara co-host the Bossy podcast too. Both guests independently or together would be the ultimate dream crossover with Sif. I am totally going to look into them. Thank you so much for the tip and thank you so much for leaving this super sweet review. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. And I'm just so happy that I can provide you with some benefit when you listen to this show. It just makes my day to hear that. So guys, if you do feel like the show brings you value and you've learned something 
I've maybe given you like one piece of tangible knowledge. I would be so grateful if you took the time to open up the Apple Podcast app, scroll down to where it says rate and review the show. And in the rating section, leave me a five-star rating if you feel like I've deserved it. And in the review section, if you can leave me any feedback, I'm always so grateful. Literally, it can be anything about your favorite episodes, favorite topics, guest requests like the one that we just heard right now, favorite guests from the past. Any information you can give me just helps me so much. And my goal is to constantly show up and give you guys more value, give you more of what you want to hear. And I can only do that by hearing from you guys directly. So if you do have a minute, I would so appreciate that. And with that, let's welcome Pia to the Dream Bigger podcast. You know, the first thing that I remember about you, because we met obviously at that event last year. Oh, the event. I thought you meant at the coffee shop. Yeah. No, at the event. Yes. That's when we first met. Yes. I was like, this girl is you're like very cool, but like so warm. You have like such oh, good energy. Thanks. That's actually what I remember about you. Cause I remember you came up to me and you were like, oh my God, I love your bloat capsules and yeah. blah, blah. And we were like friends right away. Like it yeah. was like five seconds. So I know you moved obviously from Australia. So mm-hmm. did you feel like you got that energy back? Like, I want to know like how you have that energy and like how you're so like open. Oh. I don't know. I don't know where I got it. because mm-hmm. My dad's pretty much like me. Mm-hmm. My mum and me are so different, like total opposite energy. Like, honestly, sometimes she comes off even rude. <laughs> I just I like, cannot imagine that. Being like this my whole life. And I really pride myself on like, if I meet someone, we're friends. Yeah. I'll say we're friends straight away. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I have a lot of friends because I just like like people and yeah, get to know you're them. You're super open. Yeah. And my family like will joke and be like, oh, yeah, like you'll make best friends with them. And I'm like, is this a bad trait? Like, no, I wonder it's if it's a bad a trait. Good trait. Are you kidding? I think it's a great trait. Yeah. I'm just like worried that, I don't know, it's not in a fake way. And also all these people that I make friends with, I usually stay friends with them for life. Like they're in my life forever. It's not like a quick thing. I'm like obsessed with them and drop them. Like we usually stay close forever. But I don't know how I got this energy. I guess I just, I'm a smiley girl that likes talking to people. But you've moved in the past because you went from Australia to London yes, as well, right? Yes. Do you feel like moving around kind of helped you become more open or were you yeah. always like that? I think I've always been like that, but Mm -hmm. maybe it has also helped me become more open because I didn't have a choice. Mm -hmm. Like when I moved to London, I don't, I didn't know one person. So I have to make friends with whoever I can. And there's definitely been so many times where like I'll be in a lift or like on a set or whatever. And I try and make friends with someone and they're just like not interested. And they kind of meet you with like stopping energy. that's so rude. Yeah, it's so rude. (laughs) But people, sometimes people just, I don't know, who knows? You never know what day or like. Sometimes they're just shy. It comes off as rude, whatever. But I think I've been like forced out of my comfort zone in those situations. Mm -hmm. And now I'm just very, I don't know, like to make a friend. I think it's really healthy and nice to move because it's so good. It really does bring you out of your shell a little bit. Totally. Even just, just figuring out life admin. I don't know, like a lot of my friends from home, they will go with the same insurance that their parents had or the same. It's just easy. You just do the same thing that you grew up with or like use the same phone plan or whatever. And like every single place we've moved, we have to figure out all those things again, the new systems of that country. And not that that's a big deal, but it's just like pushes you out of your comfort zone. you got to figure it out for yourself. It just I think it's really healthy. Also, I think and this is like I really do think it's true, whereby I think if you move and you're forced out of your comfort zone, you kind of don't have the fear that a lot of people also have when they're thinking about building a business. Like, I think sure. a lot of the skills are, like, transferable. Like, I I feel like because I moved a lot, I just didn't have fear when it came to, like, all the startup things when it came to starting a business, you know? Yeah, true. True. That's a good point. 
were you scared at all before starting your business? No, not at all. No, me neither. I, I was just no like, one's ever is... like asked me that or spoken to me, me about that, but I was never scared once. Yeah, because I mean, I speak to a lot of people and they're like, well, weren't you nervous before starting your business? Mm. And I was like, not even in the slightest. No, I was never like, crossed my mind. Work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'll I, figure it out. <laughs> yeah, that's so me. I guess it's like manifestation or self-talk or whatever, but I don't really even have those thoughts mm-hmm. of nervousness or like, what if it doesn't work out? I'm like, oh, if it doesn't work out, like everyone in my life will have earrings for a while. Like, but I don't even think like that. I'm just like, it's all good. Like, that's also a great option. Like, yeah. You know, I completely agree with you. Did you know you wanted to start a business at some point? Because yes, you did. Yes. I think for me, wanting to start a business was the driving factor for starting my brand, not necessarily jewelry. Like, I love jewelry, but, Uh you know, for example, like some people like I saw a gap in the market, like I had the worst hair and then I started a hair brand because it fixed my problem. Mm -hmm. Like that wasn't me. I was like, I see I did modeling for ages and I was Mm -hmm. on set a lot and Mm -hmm. I could listen to the behind the scenes. My husband has had his own family business since when we met when we were freaking 12 years old. So I've been around it for a long time. And I just was like, I want to do this myself. There's so many things that I wish I could do differently or change or I love doing that and I want to do it for myself. Mm -hmm. You're like Nish because he says the same thing that he always just wanted to have a business. Whereas for me, I'm like the opposite. Like I've always wanted to work for myself. That's just kind of how I've been. But for me, like I was very like, oh, like I need to solve this. You know what I mean? Or like this, like this is a problem in my life. Like how do I change it? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's it's so interesting, like people's takes when it comes to a business. Yeah. Well, I didn't necessarily want to have maybe my own brand or business, but I definitely wanted to like make the decisions for myself and creative direct myself, my life, my whatever. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really sure how that would look, but I definitely knew I wasn't going to be working for anyone else. How did you get into modeling? I just did it. I was super tall when I was young. I just got into it when I was young. Like my mom's friend was a photographer and I was like, yeah, that'll be fun. And then signed with an agency. I just did it like part-time. I was never a full-time model, but Mm -hmm. I it kind of became, I guess, my identity for a while, which mm-hmm. I'm so glad it's not anymore. And also I wasn't that good at it. I loved it. I feel like I was great at posing and like doing like I'd do a pose and they'd be like, oh, yeah, use that great pose. Like, love your ideas. I loved that. I got such a thrill. But being skinny and being like the look, I just don't think it was for me. When did you decide that it wasn't for you forever? Like, did you have that thought? Yes. In COVID, 2020, March came around whenever COVID started, we were living in London and I just got back from a small trip to Australia. And I said to Cody, my husband, I was like, I think this modeling thing isn't working. Like I'm getting one job every month. It's not enough to live on. I need a full-time job. So I was looking at job applications in the morning. And then I was invited to an influencer event in the afternoon, which was at like a really fancy hotel. They gave us a pair of free diamond earrings, like just this little one. Oh, cute. Then I got home and I was like, you know what? I don't want to do modeling anymore. Mm. Maybe I'll put my full-time job on pause because I was just invited to this crazy event. I don't Mm. even have many followers and they gave me free diamond earrings. Like maybe I should try and see how this goes. And then fast forward like a week, the whole of London was shut down and I was getting a lot of modeling at-home modeling, which then turned into content creation. And then as soon as I started doing content creation, like influencing, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm never modeling again. Wow. So you just like, it was immediate for you that like, that's kind of, that was like yeah. what you really enjoyed. Yeah. 
And like, I guess directing it and like having more of a say rather than just being silent on set. Honestly, it's like for me, content creation, it was like a similar thought process as well, because I worked at a magazine Mm -hmm. and I was like I was writing. Right. And what I loved about content creation was also the fact that you'd get to like direct the whole thing. And it was your vision, like from start to finish. And it was just it's like a really cool feeling. It's almost like your own magazine. Yeah. It's like you're everything. You do every role. Same as founder. Like you do every role. It's really fun. Yeah, it really is. So how did you go about building a community? Do you have any tangible tips? Tangible tips. Honestly, I feel like I'm not great at looking after my community. I kind of, ever since starting Heaven Mayhem, I've forgotten all about Instagram Mm -hmm. and I almost like don't care about it anymore. But this year I want to build more of my community this Mm -hmm. year. So I think a really good tip is doing Q&As because you get to know what everyone wants to know about you and then you can share more of. And I think just being in your DMs and talking to people rather than pushing out a ton of content. For me right now, I want to see people's day in the life on stories. I hardly look at feed posts ever. I don't need to see you looking hot. Like, I get it. You're pretty. I just want to see what you do every day. Like, I love watching people like put ice in their glass of water and what nail color they're getting and what supplements they're taking and their stats on their aura ring and Like, that's the stuff I personally like to watch. So I think Mm -hmm. you got to figure out what your audience likes to watch of you and do that. And I think, yeah. I also think that a lot of what you put out, it needs to be what you enjoy consuming as well. I think that that shows. That's like the huge block, I guess, I was having for a while because I'm sitting there watching, you know, Devin. I know you know Devin. I love love Devin's stories. I'm like sitting there watching her cook and put her ice in her glass. And I'm like, oh, love, 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 love. And then I'm like... Anyway, so mirror selfie of me. I'm like, come on. Like, I don't enjoy watching this of people. So I think I like watching the day day to day. I love outfit links, mm-hmm. kind of like a few beauty hacks. And I love a Q&A. I'm so there for a Q&A. Yeah. I Q&As love reading are fun. Q&As. It, they're, they're really good. Yeah. I, I think it's like such an easy and like fun way to connect with your audience mm-hmm. as well. Like I think they get to really get to know you. Yeah. And it's the most authentic way for you to share who you are, I yeah. feel like. Yeah. I think that's the way to do it. You guys know that I am all about efficient upgrades to my life. So what I mean by that is I want to do things that enhance my wellness, but are actually easy for me to like integrate into my regular life, which is why I am such a fan of Bond Charge's sauna blanket. So Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. It's founded on science and inspired by nature and all Bond Charge products adopt ancestral ways of living in our modern day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. Honestly, the list goes on. And of course, as I've mentioned, one of my favorite products from them is their infrared sauna blanket. So What's awesome about an infrared sauna blanket is that it works by raising your heart rate to that of physical exercise, so it burns calories while you relax. You can burn up to 600 calories in just one session. Sweating also helps flush out heavy metals and other toxins, and infrared heat elevates your heart rate whilst releasing relaxing endorphins, which can leave you feeling euphoric after your session. So what I really like to do is after the gym, I come home and 
I've had my dinner and all of that, but I don't shower yet. I eat my dinner. And then afterwards I lay in my sauna blanket while watching TV for like 20 to 30 minutes. You can also do a 40 minute session, but I typically stop at 30. Then I go shower and I have the best sleep ever. We all know that heat therapy is so good for sleeping because it really does relax your nervous system. And so this is just something that I really, really love. It's also super easy to set up. It takes like less than a minute. It heats up super quickly and you can clean it up really easily as well. You just kind of give it a wipe down. It is also low EMF compared to other brands and it has the highest temperatures compared to other brands. So all of that is amazing and it's stored away really easily so it doesn't take up all the space in my home. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. It offers free shipping on every sauna blanket with no hidden costs, easy returns and exchanges with a 30-day free trial with 12 months of warranty. Go to bondcharge.com slash dreambigger and use coupon code dreambigger to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash dreambigger and use coupon code dreambigger to save 15%. Enjoy. When I love something, it basically becomes a whole personality trait. And that is essentially what has happened with my Caraway Home Pants. Now, if you follow me on social, if you are a listener of this podcast, you have heard me talk about my pans probably a hundred times over because I am truly, truly obsessed with them. So when I moved into my home in LA, I was just very particular about every single thing I had in my kitchen because I wanted it all to be non-toxic. Now, the tricky thing with pans is the fact that when you buy something non-toxic, it can be very difficult to clean. I'm going to be honest. Okay. So I went through a couple of different pans until I found Caraway Home and I was shocked. I'm not joking. Shocked at how easy it is to clean. First, they are incredibly chic. I have the black ones with the gold hardware and I get complimented on it anytime someone sees it laying out. And again, I cannot explain to you how easy these pans are to clean. You literally put it under water and everything comes off, which is to me as someone who has a very, very busy schedule, that is really, really important. And also for Nish because he hates doing dishes where he has to scrub and scrub and it just takes forever. So they have a ceramic naturally slick surface, which basically also means minimal oil or butter for slide off pan eggs and easy cleaning. So this is really a must have in my kitchen. If I could, you know, keep one thing in my kitchen, it would be my Caraway Home pans. I love them so much. They have an offer for you, of course. Visit carawayhome.com slash dream bigger to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash dream bigger or use code dream bigger at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. I do love your content for style, though. Like, I think you have such good style. You're like very cool girl vibes. (laughs) You're giving me so many compliments. (laughs) Thanks. I think I'm trying to do more style as well because that's kind of what I like. I'm not a beauty girl. I'm not a makeup girl. Yeah. I'm also not really like a health and wellness girl. I actually kind of am, but I don't really show that side of me. Mm -hmm. I think it's mainly the style, the outfits. And then obviously now with my brand, I'm like... I like to show how I wear the products because it just helps everything move along. 
I agree. Do you have any tips for people who are wanting to develop a personal style? Hmm. It's a good question. It's a hard question. I think you really need to find what you feel comfortable in clothing-wise. Like, you know, the Kate jeans right now that everyone's wearing? I The love, Danielle's? Yes, the Danielle's, of course, you know. <laughs> I love those jeans and I have a pair and I wear them. But for me, wearing a high-waist thing with like a tight top tucked in just isn't going to work. Like mm-hmm. I need to be wearing something baggy on the top or like a longer jumper or a sweater or something. So I think knowing like what dimensions you feel comfortable in is so important. And then I personally like to stick to neutral colors, like block colors, black, white, cream, gray, and then maybe like a red block. No patterns for me. And that's my personal style. I think trial and error and go super slow. Like also when you find a good brand, stick to a good brand. Yes. Oh my God. People don't talk about this enough. No. I feel like, but we, we talk about it when it comes to like skincare, for yeah. example. Everyone's right? got like their skincare brand or their yeah. makeup brand or whatever. No one talks about clothes. If you find a brand that fits you, stick. Have you tried Enza Costa? Obsessed. Obsessed. Oh, what is in their fabric? I'm like, why does this hug my body everywhere where it's supposed to? Yeah. And like not everywhere not, you know. I just got this like pair of basic pants. Uh And for me, I'm kind of tall. And so like I really hate when pants are too short and Mm -hmm. they make my, I just hate it. I prefer it to almost touch the ground, Mm -hmm. which is kind of hard to find because if it touches the ground for me, then most of my friends, it's like, swimming they're swimming in it you know so it's hard to find and I've just found the perfect pair of pants and like I bought three or four things the other day and then I said to Cody I was like oh this is my new brand like I'm only shopping here pretty much okay I'm actually gonna check out their pants I have tops from them and I actually have two of their slip dresses sitting in my cart on forward right now oh I had didn't even see the slips oh my god they look really nice it's like the perfect maxi length you know oh love so I I also love the brand a turn this is where this is from I've heard of them. So nice, so comfy. Like I was going to compliment you on it. It's really, really? Yeah. It looks brand new. Yeah. And it's, it's chic. so comfortable and all their stuff's really soft and nice and just like good basics. This is the thing. I think that when people are wanting to build their personal style, it doesn't even matter if like, you know, you have like really crazy style. I think still having good basics, that's kind oh. of, you, you build on that. Yeah. That's why I don't think I can answer the personal style question because for me, you know, I see so many amazing people on TikTok with like crazy colors and patterns and they just have like all this layering. And I'm like, that's amazing for you, but Mm -hmm. it's just, I can't relate to it. So I feel like if that's your personal style, I can't help you. But if you're trying to do like a basic capture wardrobe vibe, definitely start with these basic brands, like neutral colors. And then obviously I just accessorize everything. Yeah. And that's also what I'm trying to do with my style and my brand. And like, I'm trying to loop it all in together is The way I personally like to dress is so basic, but Mm -hmm. then I add an earring and I'm like, oh, I love the earring makes the the fit. And then I'm like, well, this is only helping my brand by showing everyone this is like such an easy way to dress. It's like a uniform. You can wear it every day, but like change up the earring and the belt and it's like a new outfit. Honestly, that's all that it takes. Like I'm the same way. Like I have like very like I'm obsessed with like having just like a capsule wardrobe. I don't Mm -hmm. have to think too much. It's just like a wardrobe's amazing. Thank you. Like. But it's all about the accessories for yeah. me as well. Like, you know this, like on TikTok, literally, everyone's <laughs> like, where are your earrings from? And my that answer is- That was the best like, TikTok ever. No, like every single day, I will at least get four comments, where are your earrings from? 90% of the time, having mayhem. I'm like- Music to my ears. No, truly. I am. I mean, I'm wearing them right now. I know. You can see, I'm obsessed. Like, <laughs> it's so funny, Sif. Like, I'll be watching stories in the morning and you'll be like on your morning walk, like replying to yeah. Q&As. I'm like, there's the earrings. Oh, she's in the wine. She's in the double knot. Like, I love it. Yeah, I'm- 
honestly biggest fan ever. Like I cannot get enough of your earrings. And remember that dinner that I had over Christmas? So it was right before you got there. I was talking to Lily and Kayla and we Mm -hmm. were just like going on about like how your earrings are like literally everywhere. Oh my gosh. Like everyone has them. Everyone wears them. It is like you, you blew up. Oh, I think because uh, like obviously I'm in it every day. I yeah. don't really feel like I blew up. Mm-hmm. I think I was trying to think of an example because someone asked me like, what does it feel like? I'm mm-hmm. like, I wonder if when you like lose weight, you don't realize until like, do you know what I mean? Because yeah. you're in it every day mm-hmm. and then someone's like, holy fuck, you've lost so much weight or whatever. Yeah. So I just feel like I've definitely noticed it grow, but I really don't know what happened and I almost like don't want to talk on it because I'm like, I don't want it to go away. Like, I, it's I'm not like, going to go away. <laughs> Are you know. kidding? Like, it's a great, I don't see it ever going away because I think if it's like a great product, it like speaks for itself. Yeah. So, I mean, I yeah. Mean, I'm like blown away. You know, my favorite thing ever, I think the biggest pinch me is just opening TikTok and scrolling and seeing random, random people wearing them. I'm like, how the- did you get them? Honestly, Pia, like as a friend, I feel the same way because, like, I'll <laughs> notice them, too. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is Pia's earrings. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's this girl going viral right now. Her boyfriend plays NFL. I really should know her name because uh-huh. we were just looking at her. She's doing all these videos. And, like, she was in an article and she's wearing the earrings. And I'm like, huh? And it's just, like, it's so nice because I'm sure you feel the same way. It's like, well, for me, actually, when I started it, I was, like, behind the scenes. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't put it in my bio. I didn't tell anyone it was mine. I just posted and pretended I was an influencer. Until like a couple of months ago, I started saying like, oh, yeah, it's my brand. And mm-hmm. then a lot of people were like, what? But I think the best feeling is, is like no one knows me. They just know the brand. Yes. I think it's the biggest compliment to mm-hmm. a founder when your product speaks for itself. And it has like, it's almost like detached from you as a creator and influencer. Like, obviously, like, it's nice that we get to like fuel the engine as yeah. well. But it's really nice when like someone will be like, wait, Array is yours. And I'm yeah. like, thank you. Yeah. Like, it means that the brand has like been able to stand on its own two feet without me. And exactly. for me as a founder, it's like I've done a good job. Totally. And also, like, I mean, I know you're interviewing me, but like, Array, we just need to take a minute. Like, it's crazy. You're so sweet. <laughs> Thank you. But I I completely relate to what you're saying, because as a founder, I think that you don't really see it. And then Mm -hmm. like people will point it out and be like, oh, my God, this is like such a good campaign or like, I can't believe how much you've grown. And I'm like, huh? Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I'm like working every day. I have noticed, though, I was going through old photos. No, Mm -hmm. I was going through old TikToks Mm -hmm. like a year ago. And I was deleting some old content that I didn't like. And I was like day in the life. And I would like get up, go to the gym, sit on my laptop for two hours, go to an influencer event, come home, do some emails, do my nails, and then go for a walk with my husband and make some dinner. And I'm like, the fuck? I'm literally like every day, 4.45, wake up, gym, work, eight, like 8 till 6.30, do not stop, maybe do a dinner, come home, work. I'm like, oh, times have changed a little. It's really crazy when that happens. Like, and I feel like the same thing with myself where, so I went to get my brows done today, okay? Mm-hmm. And thank you. They're, listen, they were so long because I hadn't done them while I was <laughs> away. No, they I can't even tell you. No, seriously. <laughs> yeah. I'm dying. I have really crazy brows. To, I'm brown, okay? Wait, they trim them. Yes, they yes. have to fucking cut. They yeah. have to like wax and then they have to cut it. Yesterday, I like washed my face and literally like the oh, no. hair was like down to my lashes because they're so long. 
Oh, my God. After, it's like, it's crazy. Okay? You know, the, my brow lady just started trimming mine and it's made the world of difference. No, it's, it like changes everything. But wow. I went to get my brows done and it's a weekday and like my brow girl doesn't typically work on weekends. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is insane. Like, I feel anxiety having to like leave the house for yeah. 30 minutes to get my brows done when it's like a quote unquote, like personal appointment, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's, it's insane. Like, and it is insane. I was like, the business has like actually really grown. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like when that, you, that's when you look at it like that, you're like, oh my God, it's crazy. And like, I was doing everything myself until like this month, literally. And now I've just hired a few people and I'm like, I just can't believe that these people rely on me to <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, wow, this is a lot. Wait, who did you hire? What position? Okay, so I hired a marketing girl. Uh-huh. She's actually based in London and is like one of my besties. Uh huh. Oh, from that's so nice. I know. I'm like, this is a good decision, right? Yeah. We're not going to have a fight, right? <laughs> but she's she's amazing. Like, yeah. I think she's going to be my right hand woman for life. Oh, I love that. I've hired an operations team. I've hired two customer service reps, and then my current assistant is now being their manager. And then I've hired a wholesale manager. Go off, Pia. But honestly, I don't know why. I've Uh had all these people. Uh And obviously doing the onboarding and like figuring everyone out takes time. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, why am I busier than ever? There's always going to be more, though, because it's the same for me as well. Like, you know, our team expands and yet I'm like always busier. Yes. You know, there's always more to do. But it's nice because it essentially takes you out of like things that maybe aren't the best use of your time, but doesn't mean that there aren't other things that require your attention. Yeah. I even like a wholesale account said, can you send through, this is just a silly example, but Mm -hmm. can you send through ghost images of the products? Meaning Mm -hmm. I would need to send a photo of the white backdrop of the earring for 40 styles. And I'm like- That takes a long time. Yeah. That takes like, you know, 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I literally just need to press forward and say, can you do this XX? Mm -hmm. And it's done. And I'm like, holy Fuck, why didn't anyone tell me hiring someone was amazing? I think it's really cool, though, that you've hired all these people because last time we talked, it was you and your assistant. And I was like, yeah, what the heck? Yeah, I know. That's (laughs) insane. I know. And I think I probably, that's it for now. Like, I do not, the last thing I want to do is hire a million people. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, shit. That's not the vibe. But I do want to hire a few more key people, I think. I'm just trying to figure out, like, the best ways of, do I hire a freelance or do Mm -hmm. I hire a full-time role? And I think as well, I don't know about Array, but the roles that I'm hiring, like the girl who's doing marketing, mm-hmm. she's also just doing a ton of other stuff. And I never want to pigeonhole someone in and say, you're only socials because I'm like, you need to do everything because that's the nature of it. Also, I think when you're starting out and like your business is young, you do kind of need to have people who can serve multiple functions, essentially, mm-hmm. because the company is too small to keep someone pigeonholed in like one thing. It just yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like our first hire who's still with us now, she's like our head of R&D. But when she started, she was an intern and she served every function in the company. You know, yeah. she was like. But that's perfect because now she literally knows how to do everything. Exactly. But like that's kind of what you need. Like the early people, I feel like they need to see everything. Yeah. And then obviously like as the company gets bigger, they can specialize more and like really land on the thing that they're obsessed with. But they kind of have like a good purview of everything that's happening in the company, which I think is important. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm focusing on. But it's fun. Do you find it fun? It's the best. Yeah. It's actually the best. Like we got back Saturday night after this, like, you know, being away for like seven weeks, yes. which was like way too long. Ugh, Just like way too hate. long. But <laughs> like I've been like so full of energy and like so fucking excited to mm-hmm. be back at work. Like 
in the same time zone, like in person with our team, like it's the best feeling. Yeah. I every night going to bed, I'm like, I'm so excited for tomorrow. And every night before I go to bed, I go, I'll tell myself something that happened, like whether a celebrity posted or mm-hmm. something, something, something. And I'm like, God, something amazing happens every day. And I tell myself that every night. And then next day, something amazing happens too, even if Truly. it's just a small thing. But I think that's like the mindset. I completely agree with you. And I think that You know, when you're a business owner, I feel like, of course, like things are going to go right and things are going to go wrong. But like, I think that it's all about your mindset and you can't just be like, oh, my God, like all of these things went wrong. Like for me, I'm very glass half full. And like I always focus on like the good things that are happening because there's always something good. Yeah. Yeah. Always. If you haven't listened to my episode with Kaylee and Danielle, who are the founders of ClearStem, you need to drop everything and go listen to that right after you finish this episode because it is so packed with information about all things acne and skincare that it will blow you away. Now, listen, I know that acne is such a sensitive topic. I've not suffered from acne, but honestly, anytime I break out, I just feel, oh, I hate it. It just, no one likes feeling like they've broken out. It causes you a lot of stress. And this episode with Danielle and Kaylee talks about essentially solutions. And that's essentially what ClearStem is as a brand. What I love about it is that their products are incredible, but also Kaylee and Danielle as founders, they're not here to scare you. They're not here to tell you to throw away all your skincare products. They genuinely want to help. And I just, I really love founders with a lot of integrity. So ClearStem was founded in 2017 by Kaylee and Danielle, and it's the first skincare line that combines three categories, anti-acne, anti-aging, and clean, meaning free of hormone disruptors and pore clogging fillers. They have a whole range of skincare products, and I'm personally a huge fan of their cream because it's really lightweight and still feels super, super hydrating, but their mind-body skin Hormonal acne supplement is the best natural alternative to prescription acne treatments such as Accutane and Spironolactone. They also have an acne lab test, which if you're interested, you should go listen to the episode that I did with Kaylee and Danielle because they talk about the acne lab test because it is helping thousands of people get to the root cause of their acne through comprehensive lab testing and lifestyle-based recommendations. This is something that I have never seen any skincare brand do. And I love that there is a 360 approach to acne that they're talking about because like with everything else, it's never just a one size fits all solution. And there's usually a root cause situation going on. And so lifestyle is a really important factor that we need to talk about. ClearStem has an offer for you guys. Visit clearstemskincare.com and use code dreambigger at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. Again, that's code dreambigger for 20% off your first purchase on clearstemskincare.com. Get their cream. You will thank me later and go listen to that episode. Trust me, you are going to learn so much. So I want to go back to when you started Heaven Mayhem. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about exactly how you started, because it was very different conceptually than like what you have today. Yes. Okay. so I started June 2023. No, 2022. Mm -hmm. 
So we just moved to LA in January, mm-hmm. June 2022. I'm like, let's get this show on the road. I've got to do something for me. I was so busy, Sif. I was busy every single day doing what? Like organizing the freaking house insurance. Like, you know, like why am I spend why am I so stressed doing stuff that isn't pushing me forward in any direction? It's like just organizing our mm-hmm. lives, like life admin. That's something about me is I'll constantly be busy. Like I don't chill, mm-hmm. which I'm working on. So I wanted to do something. I went downtown. I found like some pendants. I went to flea markets. I went on eBay. I went on all these sites. I got these little vintage love heart pendants. Mm-hmm. I'd buy the cord and I would tie them on a string. I did vintage drop one, 20 pieces, but actually there was only 16. So that as soon as you logged on like vintage drop launching at nine, oh my God, four sold out already. But yeah. I just kept them and made them sold out. So like just a few little things like that. And then I did another one two weeks later. And in my head, I told myself, okay, I'm going to do the first one. It'll sell out in a week. Then I'll do the second one. It'll sell out in four days. Then I'll do the third one. It'll sell out in one day. Mm -hmm. And that like almost happened. It was Mm -hmm. like a similar trajectory. And then I found this pendant that had multiple. It was like dead stock of this vintage thing. Mm -hmm. And so I made multiple of it. And that just kind of went crazy. And I made a decent amount of sales of that necklace. And then I used that money to then put it into production and do earrings because I did want to do earrings, but I never really invested like a ton of money into the brand. Mm -hmm. And then fast forward to April last year, so 2023 April, I launched the first earrings right before Coachella, just like incidentally, Mm -hmm. it wasn't meant to be. And a lot of people wore it and a lot of people supported it. Like, I don't really know how and why. I think it's also been valuable being in an the influencer industry and just like loving brands like Summer Fridays and organically sharing it. And then Mariana saying, oh, thank you so much. And then her organically sharing my earrings, Mm -hmm. just being a sweetie, like she's the kindest person ever. And I think that all helped. And then by April, everyone's like, oh, I kind of like these earrings. And then it just kind of grew from there. Yeah, it really exploded. (laughs) It like really exploded. But I mean, I love that you say that just being an influencer and like organically showing love to brands. I think it's really important. Obviously, like this doesn't apply to everyone. But if you do have a platform, like no matter how small it is, I still feel like if you show a brand love and like then you get the product into the brand founder's hands, I just feel like it's like a reciprocal thing. Yeah, totally. And even if so, oh, I needed to tell you this. Mm-hmm. We've started this year. I really want to focus on like more community building. Mm-hmm. So we're doing a January newsletter. We mm-hmm. sent it out today. My listen of the month was your Ashley Tisdale episode. Stop. I loved it. Oh, I'm so happy. So we sent that out. And then this girl DM'd us and said like, just so you know, that landed in my inbox this morning. I loved it. Blah, blah, blah. She has like, I don't know how many followers, uh-huh. like less than a thousand. You know, she's uh-huh. not an influencer. And I replied, I'm like, thank you so much for the feedback. We'd love to send you a pair of earrings. Uh-huh. Like, you don't have to be an influencer and share the love to your following. Like, just sharing the love back to the brand and her telling, like, we spent hours on this concept and whatever. And I'm like, oh, for her to message saying she loved it, I'm like, have a free pair. Like, I love you. Like, thanks for the support, you know? So I think just like always giving the love, it really comes back. I love that you say this because we've had the same interactions with our consumers as well, where like, you know, they'll message just something really nice. Mm -hmm. And like, it's like a reciprocal thing, you know, like where they'll like, I don't know, just like send a really nice email or DM me something really nice or share the product or whatever. Like early days, like we would just give things away. And like, I think like the, the concept that you're saying right now is like, treat your 
customers, like influencers yes. almost, right? Because like, that's kind of what you do if it was like another influencer who yeah. was doing that, right? And so it's really nice that you have that same mentality when it comes to your consumers as well. Yeah, I like really want to stick to that because at the end of the day, a lot of the time, influencers are DMing saying like, I'd love a pair of earrings mm-hmm. and they're not going to pay for it, but the customers are spending their hard-earned money on it. And then, you know, a lot of brands are just like, oh, yeah, it's just a customer. Like, they're not influencer, but it's like, but they've, they're the ones saving up and spending the money. Yeah. And also, they're the ones who will continue to support the brand and who will also tell their friends. Yeah. And like, that's so important. It's so important. And I, like, I've reflected on this, like, year over year where I'm like, yes, like, of course, I love following people on the internet and, like, I will buy things when I trust someone on the internet. Mm. But, like, also, influencers are like my best friend. Like I bought my Dyson Airwrap, which is like a very high ticket item, yeah. right? Because my best friend had that exactly. Dyson Airwrap. And exactly. all she did was talk about the fucking Airwrap. And then I was at her wedding and I used it. And I was like, damn, this thing's really good, you know? Yeah. But if it wasn't for her like talking over and over again about it and she has like she's just like a regular person, you know, mm-hmm. she's like she doesn't do this as like a living or anything. And so it just shows that like your consumers are so important because they tell their friends. Yeah. And if you don't treat them like they're VIPs, like, yeah. I mean, and it just doesn't just make like, any sense. Also on that, like one of my closest friends, she has the best style. Mm-hmm. Everything she comes to my house wearing, I like link, link, link. Yeah, I buy it. She then will sometimes give me feedback like, oh, yeah, it's from this brand. But like it broke after one wear or mm. like, yeah, but they wouldn't let me exchange it, whatever. And I'm like, great feedback, hon. Like, you're not getting that from the influencer. But then like, you know, she sells me a lot of products. She needs a shot my. (laughs) Yeah, clearly. I'm like, who's this friend? I want pictures of her outfits. You would love her style. (laughs) Okay. So do you have any tips for building a community ahead of launching a brand? Because I think something that you did really well, obviously, like we're talking about as you currently have a brand. What about before you built a brand? Like, how did you kind of start to direct like your followers as well to Heaven Mayhem? I tried to keep it super organic, like just pretending that I was wearing it and Mm -hmm. that it was almost like a paid partnership or something Mm -hmm. or like just something I really liked. But if I have my time again, if I was an influencer and I wanted to build a brand and start a community, I would actually use ShopMy mm-hmm. and see what products. I mean, it depends if you're trying to be like analytical about this and use the data, but you can see on ShopMy, like if you link a lipstick versus a top versus a candle, who's clicking on what? And so like, I think that's an amazing way to, before you start a brand because you're like, okay, I'm a beauty girl, but why is every single person buying my earrings? And no one's clicking on my beauty links. But maybe your whole life you're like, I'm going to start a lip liner brand because like I'm a beauty influencer. So I think that's like such a good tip because I think often people have an idea and like put a lot of time and effort and money behind it. And then it just kind of doesn't land. So I think like seeing what people actually like and then maybe doing recommendations. I also think what Hailey Bieber did was so smart in that every time she's sharing skincare, she doesn't always share road. Like she's sharing other products and it's like, showing everyone that you're actually interested in it and providing the best product rather than just pushing your thing the whole time and not being salesy. Yeah. But apart from that, building a community, I'm not sure, Sif. No, I mean, these are like actually very, very smart tips. And Mm -hmm. I think like, I love that you talk about the data piece as well, because I don't think people evaluate it in that way, but it's not just from like a, what can you launch perspective, but it's almost like a what does my community actually care to see from yeah. me perspective, which yeah. I think is really interesting. It is. And I think a lot of people at the moment, I just 
everyone I know wants to start a brand, mm-hmm. every single person I know. And I think sometimes they're thinking of the best product that's almost like easiest to market, yeah. quickest to market. And it's like a no size or one size fits all, something very easy. And it's like, does anyone want that? Have you ever worn yes. that before? Do you even use that? How do you know that people? And then I also think in conjunction with that is it's important to care about what your community wants. But like for me, I was never starting a brand for my social media following to go and buy it. I was almost doing it totally separate. So Mm -hmm. I think like I thought it would exist and maybe, I mean, I'm lucky that my community liked it, but it exists outside my community. So I think like having a good, well-rounded idea, you're not just creating a product for like your 100,000 followers to buy. Yeah. I I love that. I love that piece of advice. I think it's very, very sound. Okay, I want to move on to audience questions because we have a bunch. Perfect. (laughs) Okay, so number one, advice for entrepreneurs wanting to get their product out to more people. Gift influencers, for sure. I don't know why I've talked about ShopMy so much. Like, I should really get a plug. But I have found that platform amazingly helpful Mm. with... I don't know if you're on it, but like it's an affiliate platform Uh and influencers can use it and then a brand can use it. So you can like see the back end and just like message people on it. It's amazing. I would really recommend using that if you're starting. You have to pay a fee. I would just DM people. I also think sending a DM, I get a lot of DMs like, hi, I'd love to send you this. And I think being really specific, like I remember one time someone DM me and my dog's called Wolfie and they're like, hi, Pia, hope you're doing great. Wolfie's looking like she's loving the LA sun. I just started a brand and I'm like, yes, I'll take it. (sighs) I'm like, you actually follow, you watch, like you notice my dog's lying in the sun, you know, like very personalized things because people get DMs like 10 a day or whatever. They get so many a day, they're not reading every single one. But when it's personalized rather than copy and paste. I think that's a good way to cut through. I I think that's a very, very strong tip because you're right. Like that's the only way to cut through the noise. And oftentimes like I'll have my community who like, you know, someone who's been following me starts a brand and, you know, I've noticed that we've had some interaction in the past or like they're just thoughtful in how they reach out. I feel like you're just much more likely to get a yes that way. Totally. Yeah. Okay, number two is, okay, so so many people actually sent this over. How did you get your jewelry on Hailey Bieber? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I feel like kind of clout chasing, telling the story, but I'll tell it to you. Tell me. Tell us. Okay, I have always loved Hailey, and I think her style and everything and just her skin, like, she's perfect, right? stunning. But, like, I really try and, like, tread the line between, like, being a total fangirl and then being, like, not obsessed. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm trying Mm -hmm. to say? Mm -hmm. But I went, I actually had a psychic reading in the evening. Mm -hmm. And then the next day I was at Community Goods, of course. And I look around for my friend I was meeting there. didn't see her, but I saw Haley and Justine sitting there, her Mm -hmm. friend. A couple of weeks before Justine had placed an order. And at this point, well, I still have my Shopify notifications on, but at this point I had the sound and the vibration. So every time my phone went, I'm looking down. I got this huge order, like $600, which was really life-changing a couple of months ago. And I'm like, oh my God, click on it, Justine's guy. I'm like, oh my God, that's Haley's best friend, no? So then I'm like, oh my God, then she's wearing them on Instagram. She went to Europe with Haley wearing them. There's a lot of photos of them together. And I'm uh-huh. like watching all these paparazzi videos. I'm like, Justine is in the tabby gold earrings. Obsessed. Iconic. So I go up to them and I'm like, hi, I'm so sorry. I feel like it was my psychic appointment that uh-huh. she just told me like, everything's working out for you. Don't worry yeah, about oh, it. And I so need I'm your like, psychic's uh, information. She, yeah. You should. So I, I just felt this like confidence. I'm like, hi, I just wanted to say like, 
hi, because you're wearing my brand. And like Justine kind of like looked down. I feel like she's probably like, yeah, you're the 10th one to say hi to mm-hmm. Haley today. And then I was like, wait, I'm actually talking to you though, mm-hmm. Justine, not Haley. And she's like, oh my God, yeah, I saw it on an ad. Like I love the brand. Aww. And Haley's like, that's so sweet. Like I know what that's like starting your own brand. It's so cute. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. You know, if you ever want anything. And then the next day, Daddy Michelle's team reached out and was like, Haley has specifically requested, can you bring it to the fitting today? And I'm like, I'm on my way. And then she wore them. And then that's the story. Oh, my God. I love that, Pia. And I think so many people can learn from this because sometimes you'll see someone and you don't even want to say anything. Yeah. And I think it's really important to say something. I know. But if it was just Haley, I don't think I would have said anything Mm because I'm so like, give her her space. I don't want to be a fangirl. Like, it's all good. But I had this confidence, I guess, because Justine had bought them, paid full price for them. I'm like, you bought it from my brand. Like you spent yeah. a lot of money. Sure, you surely you like it. Like yeah, and also going and saying thank you to her, yeah. just even as a customer. Like forget the exactly. fact that she's like Justine Sky or whatever. Exactly. Like just like saying thank you and recognizing that. Like even if I saw like I'm sure like you know I don't know if you, if you're out in the wild and you see someone random wearing your earrings, I saw like it I'd this say weekend something. In Dia Valley, we're like sitting there eating lunch. Yeah. I'm like. <gasps> Are they the ribbed? And I go up to her. I'm like, I love your earrings. It's actually my brand. She was freaking out. She's like, I got them on Revolve, but I'll get it from you next time. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. You can keep on getting them on Revolve. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so sweet. I I love that. But I'm sure it happens all the time to you. You just wouldn't know because everyone's like popping the pills silently. No, honestly, like sometimes it does happen. And with Haley, it was the same thing with us. But it was her who placed the order, actually, like on our back end. So good. It was insane. Nish caught it. And speaking of like saying something, so... She'd ordered something Mm -hmm. and then like she liked it. Obviously, like we caught it. And so we sent more product like she'd ordered bloat. So I sent calm, wrote her a nice note. And then like she ordered product again. And Mm -hmm. then her assistant was like, she's going on a trip. Like any chance we can get it overnighted. And Nish was like, we can come drop it off. Perfect. And that's what we did. And that's how she became an investor in the brand eventually. So like, I feel like having, I don't know, like saying something and like showing your gratitude and like putting yourself out there is really important. So important. Like, I'm so glad I went and said thanks. Fuck yeah. And now she's always in them, I feel like. it's Haley. Yeah, Haley's worn it a few times. Justine wears it all the time. Yeah. And also what like blew my mind is also Laurie Harvey wears it all the time. She, yes. she placed a huge order like I was blown away at the money. I was like, oh my God, who is that? And then I was like, oh my God, like crazy. And she, I've then like followed up like, hey girls, like we've got a new launch. Let me know if you want anything. They reply straight away with their selects and they always post it on their story and tag. I'm like, do you realize how nice that is? Yeah, that is so nice. And I I always appreciate it as well. Like we've seen the same thing and it's just, it's life changing when people kind of show that love. And like, I don't know, like then you want to support whatever brand they launch. It's it's like a nice thing. (laughs) Also, I think going back to, I can't really remember the topic, but just like being kind and showing love is that, yeah, they've shown my brand love. And like, of course I'm a big road fan. I'm mm-hmm. always supporting it. But now I really make an effort to support smaller brands too that send to me. I'm like, I mean, I know I'm no Hailey Bieber, but even if I can just get you a little bit of traction or some new customers looking at your product, I want to help you because like people gave me the love. It's just part of the universe. We all give it back. Yeah. I, I Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Next question. What are jewelry trends you're currently into, if any? I'm okay. I'm kind of into rings right now. Which I, I said, yeah, your rings are amazing. I said I would never do rings, but I'm now I'm decided I really want to do them. But Can this you is, do a pinky ring? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. 
for real? Yeah, of course I am. You know why I'm thinking? Exactly. So like, do you remember when we went out for coffee? I was like, Pia, your rings are insane. And like, I just noticed your pinky ring because like, I don't have a good pinky ring. So I need you to do that. I'm doing them. But I mean, it's going to be a while. So I think rings are coming in. Obviously, the big earrings are not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. I think everyone's so dumb with the hoop. Um, And then... There's some other really big trends, but I don't want to say because I'm launching them and I just don't want to give a sneak peek. (laughs) This is so exciting. But yeah, I'm with you. I had like a moment with hoops a couple of years ago Mm -hmm. when they were like really hot and I have so many hoops, but I feel like now it's all about like the statement, like big earring and I'm so into it. Like it's very 80s vibes, you know? I think some smaller minimal earrings are going to come back for like an everyday wear. And I also think not having an earring in is like almost thick. Like if you forget your earring when you go to the gym and you have nothing in that first hole, it's like, oh, no, no. I, I I can't do it. No. <laughs> oh, no, exactly. Yeah. That's how I feel. I'm like, what? I'm naked. I'm naked. Yeah. <laughs> I like literally feel that way. So like I kind of moved away from like heavy necklaces because I feel necklaces like necklaces are done. I hate right? them. I hate them so much. But I was so obsessed with them. And now I'm just like, I can't like I just I need the big earring and like, yeah, that's it. there's something about a necklace. I think I'm going to do a few neck. Well, yeah, I'm already sampling some necklaces for the summer, mm-hmm. but the everyday necklace. I was thinking about doing some everyday chains and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't want to wear that. Yeah. Like, it's, it's all about the earring right And now. I'm trying to be really careful with the brand. Like, sometimes I'll be like, that's disgusting. I would never. I'm like, what about everyone else? They might like it. No, but I also think that sometimes, like, the taste of, like, the founder is also important, you know? Like, we could launch so much when it comes to Array, yeah. but, like, it, I don't know. Like, it's you got to keep the identity. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think it's really important to be clear about what that identity is. Mm-hmm. Okay, last question. Do you have any tips on how to get into a retailer as a newer brand? So you need to make a line sheet, which you can Google online, because they'll ask you for that, and I didn't know what that was mm-hmm. at the start. So just have that ready to go, and then just apply on their websites, I think. All my retailers have come to me and landed in the info inbox that I'm like sporadically checking because I'm not doing customer service anymore. So that's been really lucky. But I think reaching out when I'm trying to get an email and reaching yeah. out often enough, but not too often, like, you know, once a month or once every two months when you have a new launch, just checking in so that I guess you're front of mind. You might not ever get a response, but you know, if you send it to 10 retailers every two months, you you might get someone. I also think that on that note, like most of our retailers, actually all of our retailers, I would say, are inbound as well. Like they yeah. came to us. And I think that when it comes to retailers, sure, I think you will get in like to some as you reach out. But I think also it's the life cycle of the brand. As your brand becomes more prominent, retailers want you, right? Exactly. And so... I think retailers also want to take a bet on a brand that's like cool enough to sell itself, not something that they may buy the inventory of, but then it doesn't sell. So exactly. I think it's really important for like people who are sending questions like this in as well to know that like the back end of things. Right. Because I think that oftentimes we'll be like, oh, my God, it's so cool to get into a retailer. Mm-hmm. But no, like just because you're in doesn't mean that it's the end of the story. You actually have to sell through inventory, you know? Yeah, you actually have to sell through. And I think as well, a lot of now my orders with all my retailers are growing, but like some of them, I'm sure your jaw would drop at like how small it started. Mm-hmm. And the first few orders were like that. And everyone's like, oh my God, you're on this site. And I'm like, yes, I love it. And mm-hmm. I'm so happy. And it's great brand building exercise. But are you aware of the financial result because it, it ain't huge. Mm-hmm. Actually, we're hardly making any money at all. So I think that's really important because a lot of people are like, oh, once I'm on this retailer, like end game, done. It's like, no, no, sweetie. You got to look at those weekly sale reports. You got to make sure you're selling. And 
also it's hard, I guess, if you're not selling on their platform, how are you going to push that? I've never thought of that. Yeah. Like, how are you going to make it sell on someone else's platform? Yeah, you exactly. You can't market it for them. No. So then that's the thing. Like, as you build your brand, then, like, people are more likely to just shop on those retailers' yeah. website. And I think then you don't have to hustle as hard to get it off of their website or off of their shelves because, like, there's brand recognition as soon as someone comes in. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, exactly. For us, like, at Erewhon, for example— we went in at a time where I felt like, okay, I know the Erewhon customer, like for the most part, knows what Array is. Totally. Or like, even if they don't know it, like the brand has like enough recognition to like do well on the shelves. And I'm glad we waited because we automatically became one of their top selling brands. That wouldn't have happened. And I wouldn't have enough as much leverage as I do right now if I had gone in too early. You know what I mean? Exactly. I think like it's such a good point. Yeah, this has been awesome. Tell everyone where they can find so you. So fast. <laughs> okay, you can find me on, oh, I had to create a new TikTok. Yeah. Is it because of the country thing? Yes. Yeah, okay, I get it. I, I know. I, I'm the same way. You know what my location is? What? You're going to die. It's Malaysia. Oh, no. You know why? Because I fucking started TikTok when I was on vacation in yeah, Malaysia. Yeah. It fucking blows. Yeah, so what are you going to do? Well, apparently, if you stay in the U.S. for 90 days, then what? you can switch the country. No, that's not true, surely. I've been in the U.S. for like two years. No, you can't travel. What? Yeah, you have to be in the U.S. Oh, I'm not for doing that. Yeah, so, I mean, good that you started a new one. Maybe you could just leave your phone. Not sure. You can't log in, though, unless okay. you VPN it. So, well, my plan right now is after being away for seven weeks, yeah. I am not leaving the U.S. until, like, May. So okay, I'm going to apply to do, like, a country switch then. Okay, well, good luck, but this TikTok rep told me that that's not possible. Really? But, oh, but I had different laws because I was UK. So okay. UK has, like, some crazy laws. Really? Yeah. Okay, I should probably speak to a TikTok rep, but I don't want to start from scratch, Pia. Well, honey, I didn't want to start from scratch either. I've got 600 followers right now. <laughs> the trenches out there, huh? <laughs> I know. So TikTok, I don't really know where to say you can find me because I even have to change my username, so let's forget that. <laughs> Instagram is just at Pia Mance. Heaven Mayhem is heavenmayhem.com, Heaven Mayhem Instagram and TikTok. And then I also have a podcast, which you have to come on. It's on hiatus right now because I got a little busy with the brand, but it's coming back in a few weeks and it's called Pia's Pod. Cute. Thanks for having me. I love me. you. This was so fun. It was so fun. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you loved the episode and feel like it brought you value, don't forget to rate the show and leave a review. It takes five seconds and really helps the show grow so I can keep bringing on awesome guests. If you want to follow me behind the scenes, you can find me on Instagram at Sif And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss a thing. I drop new episodes every Tuesday, so come hang with me and shoot the shit with some really smart people, learn and unlearn, and have a lot of fun. See you next week. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.